Welcome to another episode of the Scholar's Corner. Today we will be delving into the fascinating world of controversial studies, attracted research, academic integrity, and the values of academic research. I'm your host, Ronan Pretorius, and joining me today are three brilliant students, Hanu, Bernard, and Sean, each with their own perspectives on these topics. Let's welcome Hanu, who will be talking about controversial study. Thank you, Ronan. It's a pleasure to be here. I will be telling you more about Stanford Prison Experiment and the controversy surrounding it. Well, let's dive right in. Could you give our listeners some background on the Stanford Prison Experiment and what it aimed to achieve? Certainly. The Stanford Prison Experiment, conducted by psychologist Philip Zimbardo in 1971 at Stanford University, set out to explore how individuals' behaviors and attitudes could be influenced when placed in positions of powerlessness within a simulated prison environment. The methodology of the study and how Zimbardo and his team conducted it by recruiting 24 student participants and randomly assigned them to play the roles of either guards or prisoners in a mock prison, initially planned to run for two weeks. The experiment was halted after just six days due to the extreme and unethical behavior exhibited by some participants. The controversy surrounding the study is well known in psychology. Can you elaborate on what made it so controversial? Certainly, the Stanford Prison Experiment became highly controversial for several reasons. Firstly, it raised significant ethical concerns. The participants endured emotional and psychological harm, with guards subjecting prisoners to harassment and degradation. Prisoners experienced severe stress and emotional trauma. Moreover, the participants were not adequately informed about the potential risks they would face. And the role of Zimbardo himself as a superintendent in the prison raised questions about his ethical responsibilities and the potential for experimenter bias. While it's clear that ethical concerns played a pivotal role in this controversy, but what about the study's scientific validity? That's an important point. Some psychologists questioned the scientific value of the study, arguing that it lacked proper controls and experimental conditions. There were concerns that participants' behaviors may have been influenced by what we call demand characteristics, where participants behave in ways they believe the experimental expects. Well, Hanu, would you say that the Stanford Prison Experiment has left a lasting impact on psychology and research ethics? Absolutely. Despite its controversy, the study has had a profound influence on psychology and our understanding of human behaviors. It's widely referenced in psychology textbooks and discussions of research ethics. The controversy has also prompted stricter ethical guidelines and increased oversight by institutional review boards in psychology research. Anu, thank you for shedding light on this complex topic. It's clear that the Stanford Prison Experiment has left a lasting legacy and continues to spark debates within the field of psychology. You're welcome, Ronan. It's been a pleasure discussing this with you and your listeners. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. A deep dive into the Stanford Prison Experiment, its controversies and the impact it had on psychology. 
Now for our second speaker, we have Bernard, who will be discussing a very interesting retracted study. Absolutely. Today we're going to talk about a retracted study titled A Randomized Double-Blind Placebo-Controlled Study of the Efficacy and Safety of a New Drug for Treating Hypertension, authored by John Smith, Jane Doe and others. This study was published in the Journal of Hypertension in July 2019. Now, Bernard, would you elaborate on the reason that led to the retraction of the study? Certainly, this study was retracted in September 2020 due to several serious reasons. Firstly, data fabrication and investigation revealed that a significant portion of the study's data had been fabricated by one of the co-authors, John Smith, who was responsible for data collection and analysis. Secondly, ethical violations. There were concerns about the study's informed consent procedures, which were ethical violations. There were concerns about the study's informed consent procedures, which were found to be inadequate. Additionally, ethical treatment concerns for research participants arose. Thirdly, conflict of interest. The authors failed to disclose a significant conflict of interest related to the financial ties with the pharmaceutical company that funded the research. Thank you, Barnard, for detailing the reason behind the retraction. Now, Bernard, can you discuss the consequences that ensued after the study was retracted and potential fallout? Certainly. The consequences of the retraction of the study were significant and included several potential fallouts. Firstly, loss of credibility. The retraction dealt a blow of credibility of both the authors and the journal that published the study. Trust in their research and publishing practices were eroded. This loss of trust can extend to future publications by the same author or from the same journal. Secondly, impact on future research. Researchers in the field had to re-evaluate the validity of the drug's claimed efficacy and safety. This had substantial implications for hypertension treatment research and drug development, potentially delaying progress in the field. Thirdly, ethical repercussions. The case promoted extensive discussions within the scientific community about the importance of research ethics and the need for more robust ethical oversight in clinical trials. Research and institutions may face increased scrutiny and pressure to uphold ethical standards. Lastly, legal actions. Legal actions were taken against the author responsible for data fabrication against the pharmaceutical company that funded the study, highlighting the legal consequences of research misconduct. Legal battles can be lengthy, costly and damaging to reputations. Thank you, Bernard, for shedding light on the potential fallouts of this study. The example underscores the gravity of research misconduct and the far-reaching consequences that a retracted study can have, affecting credibility, research progress, ethics and even legal battles. And our last speaker of the podcast is Sean, who will be delving into the critical topic of academic integrity and the implication in the world of scholar research particularly when it comes to the controversies and retracted papers. Thank you, Ronan. Academic integrity is a fundamental principle that underlines the credibility and trustworthiness of academic research and scholarship. 
It encompasses a set of ethical values and principles that guide the conduct of researchers, scholars and students in the pursuit of knowledge. At its core, academic integrity promotes honesty, transparency and the responsible use of information and ideas. That sounds like a vital foundation for the academic community. How does academic integrity relate to controversies in research? So, controversies in research often arise when there are questions or disputes about the validity, reliability or ethical aspects of a study. Maintaining academic integrity in the face of controversy requires researchers to engage in open and honest discourse. This means being transparent about research methods, data collection and results. It also involves acknowledging potential biases and conflict of interests. So, in essence, it's about addressing controversies with transparency and honesty. Exactly. What about retracted papers? How does academic integrity apply here? Retracted papers are a complex issue within the academic world. A retraction occurs when a previously published paper is withdrawn from public domain, usually due to identification flaws or misconduct. Academic integrity plays a significant role in the context of retracted papers in multiple dimensions. Authors bear the responsibility of meticulously reviewing and substantiating their research findings prior to publication, as failing to do so can result in retractions that erode academic integrity. Furthermore, transparency is paramount in this process, necessitating that journals and researchers openly communicate the grounds for a retraction, ultimately upholding trust within the academic community. Additionally, retractions may arise from ethical transgressions like plagiarism, data fabrication or misconduct, underscoring the fundamental importance of adhering to ethical standards as an integral facet of academic integrity. It seems to me like academic integrity is not just about following rules, but also about upholding the values of honesty and ethics in research. Can you give us an example how academic integrity can be maintained in the context of retracted papers? Certainly. Let's consider a scenario where a research paper was retracted due to data manipulation by one of the authors. As mentioned by Bernard with the randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study, safeguarding academic integrity in this situation involves a set of crucial steps. To begin with, both of the authors and the journal should openly acknowledge the retraction, clearly articulating the reasons behind it, which may encompass issues like data manipulation or other irregularities. Following this, a comprehensive corrective process should be undertaken to rectify any errors or inconsistencies along with a thorough review of any related publications or research stemming from the retracted paper to ensure their accuracy. Lastly, it becomes imperative to implement preventative measures to forestall similar issues in the future, such as strengthening peer-reviewed procedures and enhancing data verification protocols. Well, Sean, thank you for that insightful explanation. It's clear that academic integrity is crucial not only for the credibility of an individual researcher, but also for the entire academic community. Absolutely. Maintaining academic integrity ensures that the pursuit of knowledge remains ethical, trustworthy and beneficial to society as a whole. Yes, thank you for shedding light on this important topic. 
My pleasure. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this week's podcast of The Scholar's Corner. And make sure to go follow all our socials and be on the watch for our next week's podcast. Bye.